Hello and welcome to Daily Prayer today for July 9th, 2021. Glad that you are with me. Let's go ahead and get started. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Eternal God, we give you thanks that through the gift of our baptism, you call us to a new way of life in your realm of grace and peace. By the power of your Holy Spirit, let your will be done in our lives and in this world that you love, through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Our readings for today are Psalm 84 and 148, 1 Samuel 17, verse 17 through 30, Acts chapter 10, verses 34 through 48, and Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 13. Listen for God's word to speak to you. Psalm 84. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts! My soul longs, indeed it faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young. At your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God, happy are those who live in your house, ever singing your praise. Selah. Happy are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. As they go through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The early rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. The God of gods will be seen in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Selah. Behold our shield, O God. Look on the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than live in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. God bestows favor and honor. No good thing does the Lord withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, happy is everyone who trusts in you. Psalm 148 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise God in the heights. Praise God, all God's angels. Praise God, all God's hosts. Praise God, sun and moon. Praise God, all you shining stars. Praise God, you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for God commanded and they were created. God established them forever and ever. God fixed their bounds, which cannot be passed. Praise the Lord from the earth, you sea monsters in all deeps. Fire and hail, snow and frost, stormy wind command, fulfilling God's command. Mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars wild animals and all cattle, creeping things and flying birds. Kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, 
young men and women alike, old and young together. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for God's name alone is exalted. God's glory is above the earth and heaven. God has raised up a horn for God's people. Praise for all God's faithful, for the people of Israel who are close to God. Praise the Lord. 1 Samuel 17, 17 through 30. Jesse said to his son David, Take for your brothers an ephah of this parched grain and these ten loaves and carry them quickly to the camp to your brothers. Also take these ten cheeses to the commander of their thousands. See how your brothers fare and bring some token of them. Now Saul and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah fighting with the Philistines. David rose early in the morning, left someone in charge of the sheep, took the provisions, and went as Jesse had commanded him. He came to the encampment as the army was going forth to the battle line, shouting the war cry. Israel and the Philistines drew up for battle, army against army. David left the things in charge of the keeper of the baggage, run to the ranks, and went and greeted his brothers. As he talked with them, the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, came up out of the ranks of the Philistines and spoke the same words as before, and David heard him. All of the Israelites, when they saw the man, fled from him and were very much afraid. The Israelites said, Have you seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel. The king will greatly enrich the man who kills him and will give him his daughter and make his family free in Israel. David said to the men who stood by him, What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away this reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? The people answered him in the same way, So shall it be done for the man who kills him. His eldest brother, Eliab, heard him talking to the men, and Eliab's anger was kindled against David. He said, Why have you come down? With whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your presumption and the evil of your heart, for you have come down just to see the battle. David said, What have I done now? It was only a question. He turned away from him toward another and spoke in the same way, and the people answered him again as before. Acts 10, 34-48 Then Peter began to speak to them. I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John announced. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Now he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses to all that he did, both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and allowed him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness for sins through his name. 
While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who heard the word. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter said, Can anyone withhold the water for baptizing? These people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? So he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they invited him to stay for several days. And Mark 1, chapter 1 through 13. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with the water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness for forty days, tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So our readings for today, we have continuation of uh, 1 Samuel, and David is sent from the fields in Bethlehem to the battlefield of uh, Elah. He is sent to bring cheese and and uh, and some supplies for his brothers, but also to get news of what's going on with the battle because they've been there for a little while. And Jesse, their father, wants to find out what's what's going on. Um, there was no standing army for Israel at this time, and so this was kind of common practice. Anyone who had a son who was around the right age would send out for this these battles, um, and then they would send supplies as well, so that this army would have something to eat as they were um, out in the in the battlefield. Well, David goes, and it's about time to go and 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 uh, have both armies face each other, and so he goes and and joins the battle line, and he's talking with his brother, seeing what's going on, and while that time while He's doing that. Goliath of Gath, this big Jason Momoa, you know, like big old dude or Andre the Giant or, or somewhat, I mean, huge guy comes out and again taunts the people, right? Challenges them. Just send one of your champions and we'll, we'll fight each other and whoever wins, wins the whole battle. The Israeli army runs. They take for the hills. They run away. They, they are no longer in their ranks. They're no longer ready to battle. 
They are frightened. But the difference, this has happened, we are told over and over and over, but the difference today is that David is there. So he goes, what is going on, right? Why are, you, are we running away from this guy? And somebody says, well, you know, he, he comes and, and challenges this. And, and Saul has said that he's going to, anyone who was able to go out and, and face this Goliath, he's going to give him his daughter in marriage. He's going to give him his riches. He's going to be a free person in all of Israel. He doesn't have to pay taxes. Like, this is a really big thing. And David asks sort of this, okay, wait, what is, what is Saul going to do? Sort of prompting, you know, is all of these things are going to be offered to someone who can just defeat one person? And then, and his question sort of reminding him, this is an uncircumcised Philistine. The living God is on our side. Whoever God chooses to go send out to, to fight for our side, we have God on our side. The Philistine doesn't have God on his side. He may be tall, but he's not anything, right? He's trying to prompt them to, to, to take on this, this task. So David is making this bold claim that whoever has the God of Israel, Yahweh God, on their side, this huge Philistine, I don't care how big he is, he's still no match. Right. And and maybe encouraging these Israelites to face up against him. Well, Eliab, the oldest brother of David, doesn't like this very much. And so he's saying, you know, why are you asking all these questions? You know, you're just here to to check out the battle. You're you're doing all this sort of stuff. Maybe part of this um, is this remembering of this time when David was chosen to be anointed by Samuel instead of Eliab. So maybe there's some resentment. Who knows what's going on? Um, But again, David is following along with this sort of the theme of this Deuteronomic history. If God is on our side, we can have victory. End, End of discussion, period. That's it right? Um, and the rest of the people are not, including Saul. Saul is, is panicking. Then we have from Acts, um, Peter is, is proclaiming the only good news that he knows is about Jesus, this, um, this Messiah of the Jewish people who, ha- who did all these miracles, who did all of these signs and wonders, who our prophets had talked about. Uh, and was killed and then rose again on the third day. I, I, w- I personally was a witness to this. I saw him alive. And now we have this spirit of God that is in us and we're being sent out, right? And while he is saying that, that same spirit rushes in, just as it did on Pentecost, upon these uncircumcised, right, uh, Roman citizens, people who are definitely without any doubt, not part of God's people. And yet they are blessed with this same exact Holy Spirit. It's almost as if God is saying, okay, Paul, uh, Peter, thank you for your sermon. I'll take it from here. Boom. This is such a bold thing that Peter says, is there any reason that these shouldn't be baptized? Let's go ahead and baptize them, right? Let's get the job done. 
and they are all baptized, that whole household, and he stays for multiple days. He eats with them. He fellowships with them. He stays with them because they are now family. His, the old law, the, the way that he was living his life before would have said that these are not the kind of people you want to spend time with. But if they're on our side, if they are family, if they are also, um, the Holy Spirit is also poured upon, upon them, then there is now no division. There's no partiality that God shows. Um, this is a really major event in, in the, uh, the history of the church and in the history of uh, the story of Acts. Then we have from Mark. We're starting a new gospel now. We finished up Luke. We are now in the gospel of Mark. Mark is uh, the most sort of truncated, quickest of the, um, the gospels. Mark doesn't give us a whole lot of extra extraneous details, not a whole lot of, um, you know, parables and that sort of stuff, um, but gets to the, the bones, the really important bits. At this point, we believe that Mark's gospel was written first, and then both Luke and Matthew kind of extrapolated off of it and added some more information and, and um and added, you know, more stories or or more flavor description to it. Originally, for a long time, it was believed that Matthew's gospel was the first one written, and Mark actually took Matthew's gospel and sort of cut out, edited out the bits that were not as important and made it a little bit leaner. Um, that was kind of the original reason, and that's why Matthew in our New Testament is the first one. Um, but there you go. Uh, Mark is, again, very sort of like straight to the point, not a whole lot of flowery language, not a lot of, um, you know, poetic language, not a lot of, uh, you know, metaphor and that sort of stuff. It's just pretty much boom, 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 boom. What's all the facts? So he begins with uh, some words from Isaiah, right? Rooting it in the Old Testament and then going directly right into John the baptizer. Um, and, you know, there's no birth narrative. That's, that's not important to Mark. Um, what's important is the, uh, the fact that Jesus is the continuation of the words of the prophets and this modern prophet of John. Jesus is baptized. And we have a really interesting thing, this account, uh, because of the way that it's written. It just says, um, uh, just as he was coming out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. It's unclear there which he that is. Is that he, Jesus, comes up out of the water and sees this thing? Or is it John that looks up out of the water and sees this thing? It is unclear which one it is, which is an interesting thing. And then the spirit immediately, boom. I mean, already we're here at the temptation of Jesus. Um, and we're just a few verses, 12 verses, 13 verses in. He goes off into the wilderness for 40 days. We don't have, again, the story of how that all works. We have just that he went out to do this. So those are our readings for today. Let's go ahead and unite in prayer. Satisfy us with your love in the morning, and we'll live this day in joy and praise. Loving God, as the rising sun chases away the night, so you have scattered the power of death in the rising of Jesus Christ, and you bring us all blessings in him. Especially we thank you for the ministry of word and sacrament. 
those who serve and care for others. The affection of our friends. Your call to love and serve one another. The presence and power of your spirit. People of God, for what else do we give thanks? We give thanks for a safe trip for the middle schoolers who are uh, doing some fun stuff in lieu of going to Mo Ranch, and for the high schoolers and um, leaders who are getting ready to go to Montreat. Mighty God, with the dawn of your love, you reveal your victory over all that would destroy or harm, and you brighten the lives of all who need you. Especially we pray for the church in the Asian Pacific region. Endangered species of animals and plants. Those who are isolated by sickness or sorrow. Those who suffer mental anguish. All who seek the way and truth of Christ. People of God, for what else do we pray? We pray for Pam, uh, Bill's friend who is home from the hospital, but is still having trouble with her eyesight after her stroke. For David, friend of Jan Ann's, who is recovering from triple bypass surgery. For the family and friends of Ben, a co-worker and teammate of Dennis's. For Freddie, who is undergoing a new round of chemotherapy. And also for Ashley, who is caring for her. Holy God, your love is higher than the heavens, and your grace is wider than the sea. Awaken our hearts to the joy of your presence, and open our lips to sing your praise. To the glory of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Now let us continue using the words that Christ taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now let us serve the Lord with gladness. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised.
Thank you so much for joining me today for daily prayer. Join me tomorrow for some more. Like this video, share it with someone else, click on the subscription and the notification button, as well as going to our website, johncalvinchurch.org. Our liturgy today came from the Book of Common Worship of the Presbyterian Church USA 2018 edition. Our readings came from the, new, from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible, the Daily Lectionary Readings. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a very blessed day. We'll see you next time.